Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. Hey friend, if you are a mom and you are drowning in your day-to-day life, if you've are feeling run down and completely exhausted with always taking care of others, if you're feeling like you're not good enough as a mom, no matter what you do, often overreacting with your family, want a break from life and daydreaming of escaping motherhood, if you are feeling resentful and bitter towards your family and seem like you never get any alone time, I need you to pay attention. If you want to invest into your mental and emotional well-being and have support, guidance, and accountability, I have created something for you. I am a mom of four kids, ranging from one to ten. I have been on the other side of overwhelm, daily frustrations, emotional explosions, and constant mom guilt. I have discovered a way to deal with mom life that many moms don't talk about. I have spent years of feeling like I'm not good enough and now I am a mom who is calm, collected, grounded and knows that I'm a good mom for my kids. I believe if you're feeling miserable in motherhood and constantly feel like you're running on fumes, you are missing a few key pieces in your life. I believe that if moms come last in their family, it comes at a cost. It's either emotional, mental, or physical well-being. I have created a one-on-one coaching program called Be Less Stressed for you if you're constantly giving to others, feeling like a walking time bomb, and are consumed with daily mom guilt. In my program, I cover your mindset that is holding you back from creating the life you desire, healthy boundaries to protect your peace, emotional regulation, and processing stress in a healthy way, modeling healthy habits to your kids, and how to create space for what matters and let go of mom guilt. If you're feeling pulled to this and you're ready to truly invest in your well-being as a mom, wife, and a woman, reach out to me. Send me a DM or an email with the word coaching or set up a discovery call. The link is in the show notes. This is your life. You get to set the tone in your family and you are creating memories for your kids. I can't wait to support you, mama. Ways to connect with me in the show notes. Do you ever feel like you're not good enough in motherhood, in life, as a wife, as a friend, just not good enough? Like you don't measure up, like other people are doing better than you and you're just not good enough. I wanted to share with you a story that recently happened. I shared about it on Instagram. I did an Instagram live, but now I want to record an episode about it. So 
I want to share with you. So a couple of weeks ago, my middle son, who I'm pretty darn sure has ADHD, he's almost eight. Um, my kids go to a pri- go to a private Christian school here in Jacksonville, and um, my son's teacher is really strict. Um, she is probably in her sixties, and she's very traditional. The way she teaches and the way she does things and the expectations, I believe personally, are too high for kids his age. And um, he was doing some homework and he just had a lot of homework that one day and he was supposed to do some cursive and write down sentences. And the expectation is to like literally perfection. I am literally blown away when she writes down corrections, when it's like, this is a second grader. This is not an adult writing. Like this is expectations for like maybe a kid who's over fifth grade anyways, but he was trying to write down sentences and he kept making mistakes and he couldn't get the letters perfectly like at the line. He would go a little bit above the line or below the line and he would get so angry and frustrated with himself. And I would tell him, Matthew, you're doing great. This looks awesome. He's like, no, it's not good enough. It has to be perfect. My teacher said it has to be perfect. And I'm like, this is what? Like thinking to myself, like this is good enough for a second grader. Like you can't have perfection for a second grader. Like even in general, like you can't have everything perfect in life. Like why have that standard for kids? At least that's my perspective. You know, I I just felt like it was too much for a second grader. And I'm like, Matthew, it looks great. It's, it's good. He's like, no, it's not perfect. I have to redo it. My teacher needs it perfect. And it's not good enough. Do you hear those words? Not good enough. It has to be perfect. My teacher will be mad. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this, this is a perfect example where our childhood beliefs get formed and then it transfers into us being adults who have these perfectionist standards for ourselves that are unattainable and we feel like we're not good enough. It comes back to your childhood almost always. Yes, there's messages from society, but so much comes back from your childhood. This is the kind of stuff that when I started doing personal growth and development that I had to do unlearning in. I was never truly like a perfectionist. Yes, I do like things look nice, but not like crazy perfect. I won't spend that much time trying to make it be perfect. But um, I know that like some, my husband is a perfectionist. I'm not really sure where it stems for him, but this is a great example. Like I was just talking to my kid later on. I'm like, as I was driving him to school the next day, I'm like, Matthew, you are good enough. You're doing good enough. I don't need perfection from you. And even if the teacher says that, I will have a talk with her and have a conversation with her because it doesn't have to be perfect. You're doing okay. You're doing great. It is good enough. Um, because when these messages get instilled in us as kids, and then it literally gets stuck in our brain, not good enough, not good enough. It has to be perfect. 
we become perfectionists, we become that inner negative talk develops, right? And it bleeds into our motherhood where we feel like we're failing, where we feel like we can't do this, like we are not good enough as moms. Do you see that? Do you see how our childhood experiences will bleed into our motherhood and your adult life? Think about the ver- the maybe phrases you say in your head on a regular basis. I'm such an idiot. I'm so dumb. I keep failing. Ugh, I'm just, I has to be perfect. Is that something maybe your parents said to you? Your sibling? Um, your caretaker, when you were a kid, your grandma, your teacher. Is that something you heard when you were a kid and now it's ingrained in your brain? You're such an idiot. You always mess up. You always create problems. Let me tell you, that kind of stuff is toxic and it will bleed into your motherhood. It will bleed into your adult life. And it will contribute to your mental negative mindset. You know how we talk about mental health, positive mental well-being? Well, you have to recognize, you have to do the inner work to recognize where is this coming from? Who told me these messages? Is that true? No, it's not. If it is true, what is it creating? What kind of feelings is it creating? Is this supporting me, this mindset, or is it destroying me? Or can we shift some of these things? I'm doing my best and that is enough. I don't have to be perfect. I am a good enough mom for my kids. My family doesn't need a perfect mom. I'm allowed to make mistakes and that is okay. I'm doing my best and that is enough. Um, By the way, I will leave in the show notes. um, I have a free audio um, like recording where positive affirmations after you lost your cool with your kids. And it's kind of similar things that I just said earlier. I am doing my best and that is enough. I'm allowed to make mistakes. I'm a good mom. And redirect your negative mindset when those negative thoughts creep in. But you first need to identify where are they coming from, where those messages came from, who taught you them. And then is this true? Is it supporting me? Or can I create a new thought, an affirmation that will truly support me moving forward in my motherhood journey? Here, you know, on this podcast, we talk about motherhood, but general in life too, right? Um, You know, this kind of stuff. I had to do a lot when it comes to like my business, feeling like, oh, I can't run a business. I can't be a coach. I'm not good enough. I, who am I to do this? There was a lot of that, that I had to do like shifting my mindset and redirecting it, finding negative beliefs that are not serving me. But here I'm talking this in regarding to motherhood. What are some negative thoughts and beliefs that you're experiencing that are destroying you mentally? and are not supporting, that are creating more mom guilt, that are creating more heaviness and negativity. And how can you identify them? What is that thought? Where did you hear that thought? Where is it coming from? Is it true? Is it a fact? 
What is a new thought that you can create moving forward? How can you redirect that thought when you get that thought? I'm such an idiot. I'm always failing. I'm doing mistakes all the time and shifting it. I am allowed to make mistakes. I know better. I will do better next time. I'm not perfect. No one is. And that is okay. So here's the thing, mama. I want you to recognize these thoughts. Why? Because those are the ones that are contributing to your negative mental state. And when you are experiencing negative thoughts, it's going to contribute to the negative feelings you feel. Okay. So our, our mental wellness is directly related to our emotional wellness. When we have negative thoughts, our thoughts bring up feelings, feelings of shame, of embarrassment, of failure, feelings like we're not good enough. And when we feel that, it shifts our brain from our thinking part of the brain to our emotional part of the brain. And if you've listened to my previous episodes, when we are in our emotional part of the brain, the part of our brain that helps us make positive choices gets shut off. And we start making decisions based on our emotions. And oftentimes when we make decisions on our emotions, they're not positive decisions. We are more reactive. We are more frustrated, more agitated, more annoyed. And it's really hard to make positive, you know, decisions when we are in that state. And when we redirect those thoughts and we create new positive thoughts, it will create a safety signal. It will send actually a safety signal to our brain and push us back into our thinking part of the brain, which helps us make positive choices. Um, so that's what's really, really important to actually identify these um, and recognize, okay, well, what are the thoughts that are negative? What are the ones that are not serving me? What are some positive thoughts that I can put into my mind and that will contribute to positive emotional well-being so then I can show up as a better mom for my kids by the way you know if you're listening to this kind of stuff and you can relate and you're like oh my goodness this is the work that I know I need to do and I am really ready to do something about this this is where my coaching program comes in this is why I'm here to support you so reach out to me the details are in the show notes book a sales call with me let's see if you're the right fit for my coaching program and I am more than happy to support you. All right. So to recap, negative thoughts, right? They come from somewhere. They oftentimes come from our childhood experience. So when you are experiencing a negative thought, reflect on it that evening. You're like, where did this thought come from? What is the root of it? Is it true? Is it a fact? What is a new thought that I can create that is more supportive and helps me feel better? because then I can show up as a better version of myself for my family. Okay. If you have more questions about this, don't hesitate to reach out. My email is in the show notes. My Instagram handle is in there and you can connect with me. I would love to hear from you. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend. I'll see you next time. Hi friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. 
Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.